What's up, everyone? I'm Lauren. And I'm Christina. And welcome back to 30 Flirting. What the fuck is happening? Lauren, Merry Christmas. Merry almost Christmas. It's not quite Christmas yet. But I can still start saying Merry. When do you start saying Merry Christmas? Is it the day after Thanksgiving? Or do you not say Merry Christmas? Do you say Happy Holidays? Or do you just say like, screw you all, I hate you? So I think my instinct... Screw you all, I hate you. Got it. (laughs) No, is to say Merry Christmas. Okay. Because that's just, I mean, that's just what I say. Yeah. Like right now, but I think being in customer service, like when I was working in customer service, happy holidays was the way to go. But I'm also not somebody that's going to get offended if you say happy holidays versus Merry Christmas versus happy Hanukkah versus whatever you want to say. And we have definitely had our fair share of people getting mad about how or what we say around this time of year. Yeah, which is so silly. Which is so silly. I, you and I have had this discussion before. I definitely tried over the years, especially when I was working in customer service, to be inclusive. I don't know what nationality you are. I don't know what you celebrate. And I don't want to overlook your, like, your holiday with Christmas. So I do try to say happy holidays. Um, if I know you're Catholic, I'll say Merry Christmas. Um, but I've gotten yelled at for both. Yeah. <laughs> or yelled at. A, stir, a stern talking to I have um, to say for me like I don't like go somewhere and I don't have my greeting or my closing be Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays like I'm more of the person that if somebody says it to me I'll repeat back what they say that's actually that's every, very that nice like, I, I, just, don't, I don't like initiate it so I like to say happy holidays because you can say happy holidays starting around Thanksgiving. That's true. That's very true. Um, but I do. I'll, I'll stray more towards Merry Christmas. Um, but especially if I'm Christmas shopping, like the other day I was in the store and the girl behind the counter said, happy holidays. I was like, you too. Have a happy holiday. I do. I do. Like you're saying, <clears throat> I repeat back whatever they say. But this is my second favorite time of the year. Um, but my least favorite part of this time of year is wrapping presents. I love wrapping presents. I think it's an art form. uh, You're looking at me with this blank face. I uh, just, it's fun. Like every year I try to do like a different kind of wrapping paper. I, I, ribbons are involved one year. Fake, not fake pine cones. They were real pine cones. Pine cones were involved. Yeah. I just, we pick wrap piece of wrapping paper. And that's what you wrap everyone's presents in. And then you put different bows and different labels to distinguish who's who. It's lame. But the (laughs) one fun thing is my mom and I usually watch Christmas movies or listen to Christmas music when we're wrapping. Um, But this year instead, because me and my mom have been wrapping together, this year instead she's like, oh, we're going to watch Gilmore Girls. And I was like, what? That's a good trip. I... Listen, I love Gilmore Girls, as I know you do as well. My mom is obsessed, just one word. It's her favorite, one of her favorite shows. Well, I constantly. I just find that to be brilliant because I too have been rewatching Gilmore Girls for the. I know, sending me conscious quotes, like thoughts. Like Lauren has been texting me conscious thoughts about her opinion of like the boyfriends or Lori more Lori. <laughs> oh my God. Rory and Lorelai. 
And I've been telling my mother and she's like, I agree. What? No, no, no. She didn't think about this. And I'm like, all right, June. So yes, you and my mother have this weird love obsession with each other about Gilmore Girls. Well, because the the thing with Gilmore Girls is it's like, it's one of those shows where you hate it and love it at the same time, if that makes sense. That is a great way of describing it. Well, I, I think there's a lot of nostalgia that comes for, with the love. Right. Because looking at it in a 2020 vision, <laughs> it. It, uh, it's a little, it's interesting. It's definitely not the characters you thought they were. Yeah. I, through. Definitely like as you get older and watch it, see things very differently. Especially when you're watching it with your mother. From Correct. when I first started watching it, I watched with my mother and now... I watch it. I'll pop in every once in a while when she's watching one. I'm like, wow, this is so different than I remember it being. My mom, I just remember my mom would watch it with me. We would actually go to our neighbor's house down the street and we would watch it and we would watch it with like my friend and her mom. And I remember my mom being like at one point, like saying that she just did not like the show. She couldn't stand it, but it's because she couldn't stand Lorelai, which I never understood when I was younger. But like, as I got older, like I totally get it. Right. Like I, I definitely get the dislike for Lorelai Gilmore. I will say this. I love Lauren Graham. I think oh, first yes. of all, just, just if you take like some of the, cause we think that you and I have discussed this as well. We think that Lorelai is a little selfish. Um, <laughs> just a touch. And it's not just selfish. It's you said it perfectly before. Like she's narcissistic. That's true. But and she's, she's teaching her daughter to be the same. Correct. But she's also somebody who's narcissistic, who doesn't think she's narcissistic, which is almost worse. It's deadly. But what a funny character. What funny one-liners. And I think that's when we were younger, we overlooked that she was a very flawed character, which I'm sure is part of it too. Because if you watch any shows, if you watch The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is um, Amy Sherman Palladino's newest show, Mm -hmm very similar like you have a very um she's kind of narcissist but very flawed her characters are very flawed and you don't realize that first watch through you realize it as you keep going like oh my god this person's horrible um but no yeah i I agree rory and lorelei my favorite characters when i was younger now i'm waiting for emily gilmore to get onto that screen (laughs) it's no because realistically she is the best gilmore girl i i concur fight me no I don't need to fight you because I can her. I'm saying others oh okay um but like that like in general who is your favorite character from that show overall or currently overall so that's a tough one I love I also love Richard Richard's just a standalone yeah. he's his own entity um I would have to say over the years, definitely it's boiled down to Paris and Emily. Those are the two. Me, and, and Taylor Dosey because he's just absurd. And I think if there were more Taylor Doseys in the world, the world would be a much, much sillier place. Um, I can't disagree with you on that. So for me, it's also a three-way tie between Emily, Paris, and Michelle. I love Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he's kind of like an underrated character. In a sense, um, 
for me, Emily and Paris both have this boss energy, but it just manifests differently, which is really interesting in general, because I feel like that's just the way of the world. That's a good, a good way of describing it. Yeah. And then like with Michelle, I just feel like he's such a great character because he has this like air about him where he's just like, I don't give a crap about anybody. But it's also what? It's also the French accent. Oh, well, yes. I love the French accent, but it's also like, I just feel like he has this air and then it's like, realistically, like an onion. Like if you peel those layers, like he really just cares like deep down. He's like just as insecure as the rest of us and cares about what Lorelai thinks. And like as a friend and a boss and, you know, I find that to be super relatable, like where you act like you don't care about anything, but realistically, like, obviously you care about what people think. Like, yeah, there are people in the world that just don't give a flying fuck, but like for me anyway, I just like act blase about things, but obviously like you care. Right. Of course. Of course. I, I definitely agree. Michelle's definitely one of those characters where we have to think about it. Even in the first few seasons, he's so obsessed with the way he looks and the way everything right. looks and the way everything is, you know, it's, it's a typical situation in a lot of ways with people. Like people really do care about how they look, how they're presented, but no, I think you hit the nail on the head for the reasons why I like Emily in Paris, Paris, especially because she started off. So she's such a great flawed character because she yeah. approached in the, in the reverse sense, like whereas. Rory and Lorelai are, wow, they're these fun, crazy, cool girls. And then you get to know them and you're like, no, they're very selfish, very flawed individuals. Whereas Paris is like, here's this bitch and she's a horrible person. And she's so mean to this nice, sweet little girl, Rory. And then as time goes on, you realize her family life isn't great. She has, you know, a lot of, um, issues with wanting to be perfect, which can really cripple someone. I know, I know a lot of people who have that crippling anxiety trying to be perfect, but yet still somehow included yourself included, you know, manages to find this friend, force this friend in Rory, which I always think was wonderful, but is probably the best and healthiest relationship Rory does have. Because when you think about it, Lorelai always told her you're amazing her grandparents you're amazing every boy person she ever met in Stars Hollow you're amazing Paris is like you're not that great (laughs) yeah and there's I I don't remember the exact episode and you'll probably know because you're doing more of a rewatch than I have done in a while there was one episode where she's like what are you gonna like she's like beating her up like what are you gonna do about it what are you gonna do and Paris is like kind of like the only person that actually said like do more her and Jess who are two of my favorite Jess is also one of my favorite characters who I hated he was my least favorite well now Logan's still my least favorite boyfriend he was one of my least favorite boyfriends for a while but has come to be one of my favorite boyfriends but Rory doesn't deserve him no and we talked about this the other day like I think that this is my opinion on like the boyfriend Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that young high school Rory deserved new mature Jess yes but older but same current time mature Rory and Jess do not deserve one another Rory does not deserve Jess correct like she should be with Logan because they're both just ridiculous cheating assholes yes yeah exactly I know a lot of people love Logan like love him I I think he 
could have been really good for her in that moment like when they were in together in college if she had chosen to go with him I think he would have correct correct you know in a in a, in a weird way I always hated that she didn't end up with Logan now more than ever because she was so willing to take all these handouts like her mom helped her get into Chilton with her grandparents her grandparents helped to get into Yale her her mom was going to help her get into Harvard like everyone helps her 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 town helped her everyone and now this one man's like I love you more than anything in the world my you know I I'm not going to give you I can give you the world but only if you want it it was only it was always on Rory's terms and she goes I don't want the world I'm like you yes you do she does. And that, was yeah. and that was the whole reboot was her realizing, oh, I've always gotten help. I'm not this successful person that I think I am. I've always gotten help. And the I think reboot really showed me who they are. Yeah. I think it was also very much like, you know, if Rory had ended up <clears throat> with Logan when he asked her to marry him and everything, mm-hmm. I think her life just would have been so much different. And I think that she would have actually been more successful because she, I felt like her and Logan brought out the best in each other. I thought she really, uh, yes. I I truly, truly did. I think in the beginning they brought out the worst, but then they finally figured out like, wow, we can bring out the best. Balance each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's like circle back. Yes. yes. We could just go on a tangent about like all boyfriends. Of course. Because the, really the show is about, mothers and daughters yeah and relationships between like the Gilmore girls Which so, never dawned on me that there's three Gilmore girls not two until correct. recently correct. Like, poor Emily no Emily is a boss bitch so she is she I is the boss bitch yeah she's fantastic but like I feel like it's one of those things where when you're young it's again one of those things like younger versus now so, like, watching this when we were younger, mm-hmm. my like, again, like we said before, my opinions were so drastically different than they are now. So, mm-hmm. like, who did you most want to be like when you were younger? So, out of the three, I wanted to be Lorelai. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you know, Rory was book smart. I wasn't. But Lorelai was, like, this cool girl, this cool woman that in a way was a boss bitch like left her parents house went and found an inn on her own became a maid climbed up became now runs that inn works at another ends up buying a new inn like I thought Lorelai was like the best I also wanted the relationship that Rory and Lorelai had which me and my mom do technically now have, but then it was more like Lorelai and Emily relationship with me and my mom. You know, you were younger and it was just a different life then. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely was Lorelai back in the day. Yeah, I for sure feel the same way. Um, I think it was the allure too of just like, like you said, like this woman who was just like so cool, so chill. But then, like, now, like, looking at it, she's also one of those people who thinks who who thinks she's better than everybody else but doesn't think she's better than everyone else in the sense of, like, she acts better than – her her actions portray that she feels like she's better than everyone else, but she will deny that. Yeah. 
And like, I, sorry. I, I like, I just think like, as I've gotten older, like Emily is definitely like a hundred percent. Like I'd like to think that I'd be a more dialed back version of her, but at the end of the day, we're both control freaks. So who knows? Well, I think, I think that, that Emily's biggest flaw is how I'm trying to remember it's correctly having wanting to help her daughter but having a daughter that doesn't want help but not right. being able to either one being able to express that to each other I mean when I was a teenager I had a hard time expressing to my mom which we've talked about I've had a hard time expressing to my mom my emotions my feelings because you're you're a teenage girl you everything is wild and crazy right but Lorelai never grew out of that. She was, she's always been this teenage girl that argues with her, her mother who wants to help. Like in the first episode, it's like, so you need money. Okay, go get the checkbook. We need money. Like she wants to help her daughter. Like that's her biggest flaw. And her daughter's doesn't want that. And, and what parent doesn't want to help their kid, you know? So, but I, I do understand that in the sense of, you know, when you're a teenager, I looked at their relationship as my relationship with my mom at that time, because my mom would want to help me. And it'd be like, I don't need your help. I'm an independent woman. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm 13. And I, I'm, an independent woman. <laughs> I'm 13 and an independent woman. Yeah, no, I agree. But I think like, as like watching it back, like just like how Lorelai talked to her mom and how she was like, don't tell my mom anything because then she'll run with it. And I feel like that was like your biggest issue is not communicating with your mom. Not communicating with your mom, but also like you're saying, the secrets would get her into so much trouble. It's like, you didn't learn the first time around. So let's keep Luke a secret. Like, are you kidding me? That one was. I just thought she would, she would dig her own grave and then blame other people for it. And like we've said, it's, a much mature eye looking at it it's wow she's very flawed um like I think when I I feel like anytime like I watch a show or a movie or anything like that I'm always like if I were one of these characters who would I be and like that kind of situation so like with this I feel like it's a natural progression to just be like who would my mom and I be you know mm-hmm. and so I feel like it's with this it's a little more complicated so like I feel like our relationship is kind of the relationship dynamic between all three of the Gilmore girls and not just one or the other but I think that's also what the show is trying to display is like here are three very relatable relationships with women in your life including which we always overlook Rory and and Emily yeah had a really good relationship like not giving anything away my mom and my grandmother who's my dad's mother didn't always have the best relationship I had a fabulous relationship with my grandmother right but it never but unlike Rory and Laurel unlike Lorelai my mom never fought that she was right. always happy that I had such a wonderful relationship with my grandmother they didn't always see eye to eye but they did see eye to eye with me where it was like we both love this girl we're going to raise her yeah I get that. And I I think it's, you know, relation. And this is the thing that I like love about these kind of shows where it's just like, so like the, the, the personalities are like so over the top Mm -hmm. versions of like what they would normally be. And I think that that's what I love about these shows is like the fact that it's like, 
you can relate to more than one person too, which is nice. Um, which is a really good show is supposed to do that. You're supposed to find yeah. a little bit of yourself in every character. And that's what makes a great show, in my opinion. Yeah. I concur. Yeah. But, you know, who do you and your mom most emulate? A little bit of everyone? Yeah. We're, like I said, like, we're just like a little bit of all of them. I think that, you know, I think going into just like my relationship with my mom in general, like kind of an overall like progression of our relationship. So like starting when like I was like younger, I feel like, you know, like there's this natural, like, no, it's not cool to hang out with my mom. Like whatever, like kind of like what you were saying before where you're like 13 and you're an independent woman. (laughs) It's like, yeah. So like, you go through this, like, okay. So maybe then it was more Lorelai and Emily. And then you kind of like get into the whole, like, as you, you get older, because the thing is, is like I said, like you, you butt heads, you think that, no, like I'm too cool for this. Like, I don't need to hang out with my mom. And, but as you get older, you're like, no, I want to hang out with my mom. And I think that's when more of the Lorelai and Rory relationship comes into play, but also with a touch of the Emily and Rory and Lorelai relationship. And I think, cause like, if you blend all those together, you get like the perfect, like, this is the relationship I have with my mom. Because even like now, like we live in a small house, so it, it would be weird if we didn't get into fights, but it's also, we live in a small house. So we've gotten so close. Right. And it's also just age in general. Like you right. have more in common with your mother now than you did when you were 13. Yeah. Because there's just, you know, it, you know there, I do believe that, you know, certain ages, age starts to fall away a little bit, you know? Yeah. Especially when you're becoming friends with someone. I, as you know, you have friends who are older than you, younger than you, and you don't realize they're older than you, right. younger than you a lot of the time. You know, we've, we had coworkers who were much, much older than us, could have been our mothers, and we were close with them. Right. So it, it comes down to, you know, the relationship. And I do think like mothers are the same way, but you're always going to have that Emily Lorelai little bit in the background where you're going to argue every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, of course. And I feel like that's healthy though. It's necessary. She's still my mother. Right. My mom always says, I want to be close to my daughter. I want her to be one of my best friends, but I also want her to always be my daughter. And I think part of that is not seeing eye to eye. She has to parent me every now and then, even though we are 30, your mom probably parents you too on things. Yeah. I mean, she gets mad at me. I got it. (laughs) She gets mad at me though, because like, I'll tell her that she should and shouldn't do things. And like, I, she's like, who's the parent here? And I'm like, well, mom, like, that's a good question. Yeah, no, I mean, I have to parent my mother. My mom got a new phone the other day. Guess who had to show her how to set it all up? It's like Amazon. I have to show my mom the wonder of the world. What? It's the circle of life. And you know, everything comes full circle in the end. Very philosophical. Very philosophical. But no, Gilmore Girls is one of those shows where it really is a mirror image of like relationships with 
mothers and daughters especially but like I think it's a perfect way what you said which is it's a blend of the three yeah Uh, maybe not the selfishness that comes along with Rory and Lorelai but definitely a blend of the three I no, I, I, over the years, I, I have much better relationship with my mother. We spend a lot of time together, her and I, we love to watch TV together, but she is ultimately still my mother. Do I tell her everything? No, like, I'm never going to be telling my mom that I had, which I didn't had an affair <laughs> with my ex-boyfriend. Like, I'm never going to tell my mother that she right. can find it out on her own. Yeah, and and just, I think that- just to clarify, you're pulling that from Gilmore Girls. I'm pulling that from the Gilmore Girls where Rory, I just Rory feel like has in case, Yeah, I just felt like I wanted to clarify that in case in case people didn't get that. I wanted to just clarify. No, I've had multiple affairs with multiple <laughs> ex-boyfriends of mine. I'm rolling my eyes as heavy as I can because as you know, I've had one ex-boyfriend. <laughs> one genuine ex-boyfriend. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, I think it's, it's over the years kind of set a baseline for moms and daughters like oh this is this is a great look at this relationship it's definitely fucked up but you can have a good relationship with your daughter because I feel for especially I know you'll agree with this me and my mom fight we get into arguments we do not always have a great relationship I don't know I'm blessed to say I have a good relationship with my mother I agree I I know a lot of people don't have that I love Um, my mom she's all right I'll keep her yeah I'll keep that's nice. I'll let her know next time I talk to her. <laughs> but I think your mother would be happy to trade me in for you. Um, yeah. I love how you say that, but like it's it's she's one, thought about she, it. No, she hasn't. Like she loves you, Hedge, but <laughs> at the same time, you are her only Cynthia, child. Cynthia's my ride or die. Yeah, I know. My mother referred. I know my, your mother. You're her only child and she loves you so much. My mother refers to me as her favorite and only daughter, mostly favorite daughter. <laughs> I mean, if anything, so if anything, I have to fight with the dogs to find out who oh, the favorite the is. The dogs I mean, definitely. That's what I tell Cynthia, but she, she argues with me about it. Yeah. But what's like something that other than her loving the dogs more than you, <laughs> that like you... You swore, like, you know, she loves the dogs more than you. She de- probably taught you a bunch of stupid things over the years, as my mother has too, but also some great things. But what's something you swore you were never going to do, but now you do? My mom is so nosy. Like, she is that nosy neighbor that, like, she will, like, if she hears something or, like, there's, like, police lights. There's, like, very rarely police lights, but, like, I'm just using that there as are. Like, if you look out the window, she'll like, st- she'll like open the blinds and stick her nose out the window and like see what's going on. And I was always just like, so embarrassed by that. I'm like, mom, they can see you. Like, you're so nosy. Like, what are you doing? But like, guess who does that now? Lauren does that. Lauren's like, what's going on? Let's see. Like, let me pull up my ring camera. Like, I don't need to stick my nose in the, in the blinds. <laughs> let me pull up the ring and see what's going on. It's so funny you say the ring camera because I'm like 95% sure the only reason you got a ring camera was so that you can spy on people, not for your gender <laughs> safety. But it's, it's also great because like you can turn the sound on and you can like listen to the outside world. My God, you're crazy. Yeah. You can thank my mother for this because this is what, like I, 
And I still, the worst part about it is I still yell at her for it. Okay. Like, I'm like, you're so nosy. Like, don't do that. But like, then when she's like, as, as you're sitting next to her with binoculars, (laughs) exactly. Literally, not literally. I don't do that because that would just be like really weird, but basically yes, in theory. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. I definitely (laughs) do. Oh my God. What about you? Well, when I was younger, my mom loved to go shopping, loved to go to the mall. And it was my bane of my existence because what seven-year-old wants to go to the mall on a Saturday and on a beautiful Saturday day? Actually, she never took us on a beautiful day. Who didn't want to stay home and play, pretend or build a fort or watch TV? Like who didn't want to do that? No, my ass was always at a Macy's or a, (laughs) I don't know, Burlington Code Factory. And maybe not Burlington Code Factory. She's above that. But you know what I mean? Like we were always at a store. And I was like, when I get older, I'm never going to, I remember telling my mother, I don't like shopping. I'm never going to like going shopping. Well, here we are. Amazon boxes delivered to the house every other day. Um, But really the worst is I... I like shopping online, but my mom really gave me this like addiction. Like I like to see it in person, which is something she's always said, which I never realized. I truly do like to see something in person. It's hard for me to just order something offline without it, seeing how it fits, you know, feeling it out type of thing, especially when it comes to clothes. But yeah, no, I love going to a store. I love shopping. I went to the mall the other day and I was just, I felt like I could have been there a lot longer, but didn't because um, I was with our friend Nicole and she was like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm done. Yeah. See, like, I'm like, stay a little longer. Right. Like I I can go into every store and be happy. I love shopping. I love Mm. shopping. Some might say that I have um, a shopping problem, Mm. Um, but the the thing is, is like, I need to go shopping. Like I can't go shopping with my mom because my mom is a browser and I hate that. Like if we're going clothes shopping, I will will literally go into a store. I will go around. I see something. I know I like it. I pull it to try on. I will go around the store. I'll have two like arms full of stuff to try on. She will have maybe one item because she doesn't, She'll like, she'll go to the back. Then she's like, oh, but I think I saw something over here. Oh, but there's something over here. No, wait, I liked this one. Let me go back over there. So like, I need to go shopping with somebody that like, cause when I'm done, I'm done. Like mm. that's to go. Yeah. Yeah. My mom is, uh, my mom is definitely a browser. She doesn't, but she doesn't love a Marshalls. She's not a big fan of Marshalls. It's the racks intimidate her, I think. Which is I fair. Like, I don't like, yeah, I don't she like can't clothes. Go rack. She can't go over to a rack where it's like 900 shirts and she wants this shirt in particular, you know, this one shirt, it's a blue, whatever. She needs it to, all the blues, like it's a blue shirt. She needs all the blues to be together in like smallest to largest sizes. Like that's what she wants. She wants. That's, that's me shirt. too. That's me too. Because like, I, like, I love, a Marshalls. I love a Home Goods. Mm-hmm. I love a TJ Maxx. Mm-hmm. But like my thing is, I can't like I can't go to Marshalls for clothes because that just like looking at those clothes racks makes oh, my heart like stop beating. Yeah, I've noticed if I go, I'll just I 
I've turned into my mother in this way as well. I can't do the racks some days. Like some days it's like, it's too overwhelming. So instead, which I don't shop at Marshall's as much as I used to. Instead, if it's like on display, like when you first walk in and you're like, you know, it's right around the edge of going into all the mess. If I see a sweater or a pair of jeans or a dress that I like, it's usually that I purchase. It will usually be right in front of you where you're like walking down the aisle and you're like, oh, perfect. And you could just pick it up. I don't love going inside that whole messy section all the time. Yeah. The other day I went to go look for pajamas and was like, oh, couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too much. But another thing my mom taught me is not that I swore I would never do it, but from the shopping, I can say the, the price of a good bargain. Because one of my favorite memories of my mother, which is not the best memory of her, but it makes me laugh the hardest, was my mom used to tell me and my brothers, you know, mom has a coupon. If we go with this coupon back to the store where mom and dad got, it was our kitchen table. We could take this money that we saved with this coupon and we could go to Burger King. Now, (laughs) me and my brother, I think it was just Steven at the time, we're like, let's go take that coupon woman. Let's hop in the car, strap us in. Let's go. Let's go. We're ready. Let's do this. Burger. We go Burger King. We loved, we loved ourselves a Burger King. We were quality children. <laughs> we go to the, we go to the mall. Do we go to the store that we, my mom got the table from? Yes, we did. We did actually. Was that the only spot we went to? No, it was not, Lauren. It was not. We went to multiple stores that day. So much so that we were there too long that my mom went, oh, we're really, we were so hungry at this point. We're really hungry. Let's just go to Nathan's and get a hot dog. Now, I love Nathan's. I'm sure most people do. Their fries are great. Their hot dogs are fantastic. I got food fantastic. poisoning from a Nathan's Classic. once. Well, t- I can't, the story doesn't stop with you getting. Well, I'm just saying you You said like, you're sure everyone loves Nathan's. I got a food, I got food poisoning from a Nathan's. So don't destroy Nathan's for me. It's my childhood. So she's like, we're going to go to Nathan's. I was like, I was always the good one going. All right, mom, like fine. Blow. Guess who blew a fit. Hmm. And he was so, my brother was so mad and he was like, you promised us Burger King. Cause to us, Burger King was like a five-star restaurant. <laughs> we didn't oh, know. Oh, to be better. young again. Oh, to be young. And you got a toy out of it. Who didn't want to get a toy out of the mix? Yeah. Um, but we were, we were so sad and we were so disappointed. And one thing I truly remember about Nathan is my mom would always get us a happy meal when we, or whatever you would call it at Burger King. Whereas at Nathan's, she wouldn't because it was cheaper just to get two hot dogs and an order of fries <laughs> and split it between me and my brother. So he was, I was mad about the toy. He was mad about the quality of food that he was going to be receiving. But she, to this day, denies that that ever happened. I would never do that. But that was the, she would do it a lot. But that was the one that stood out so much in our minds because she, we woke up and we're watching TV. It was, she came in front of the TV and she's like, now kids, I have something to tell you. And I remember so clearly getting so excited for Burger King and not getting it. The end. That's my story. What about you? Any great Cynthia stories? I'm sure you've got a shock full of them. So one of my favorite memories of my mom is actually like one that is also very different for her 
because it happened because she got into a fight with her mom, AKA my grandmother. And they got into an argument, but I didn't know this at the time. I learned that after the fact, but I just remember my mom was just like, pack a bag. We're going to Hershey park. And your ass is like, let's do <laughs> it. I was like, yeah, let's go. So we how just like, I was like, I can't remember. How, I can't remember how old I was, but probably maybe like somewhere in the 10 to 13 age range. I could totally be off on that, but like, I'm just guessing. Great. 10 years old. We're going with 10 year old born. Yeah. So like, let's go to Hershey park. So I'm like, yeah, let's do this. So like, we just like up, it was not planned. We just up and went to Hershey park for a weekend. Like we stayed at, I don't remember what hotel it was, but it was like a nice hotel and they had like a Hershey kiss shaped pool which I joked like indoor pool which I joked about that it looked like a poop that's a hold on first of all that's a thing yeah but it looked like a poop okay well but like I remember like I I remember that like we I didn't pack a bathing suit or anything because it was like cooler temperatures but there was an indoor pool there so like she drove us to a Walmart and we went and we got bathing suits and it was just like we would go and we'd um like in the hotel in the like lobby area, there was like a fireplace and stuff. So like we'd go down there and we'd read, she'd have her wine. I'd have my soda. And like, I, that was just, that was a fun, a fun little memory that I love. Um, I like how yours was like this nice little wholesome memory. Mine's about my mom manipulating us <laughs> going to a supermarket. I mean, I'm sure I have some of those too, but I, yeah, it just bled into what we were talking about so well. And I was like, oh, it's just <laughs> me and my brother laugh about that story so much because she denies it that it ever happened. But no, my mom, I have great memories with my mom, but that's one of my favorite stories of her because it's just so silly. It's so perfect. If you knew my mother, you would know, like she would do that and then she would deny it. <laughs> I would- I'm sure that there's like a bunch of stuff like that with my mom too, of like the manipulation because what would life be without a little manipulation in it but, she, but I'm sure my my mom definitely taught me how to be a little manipulative like if I really want something I know how to do it now do I always do that no it has all the stars have to be aligned I didn't <laughs> need to be taught it. that it just comes naturally is it because you're a Scorpio probably mm, interesting interesting I, I think one thing that my mom I'm also gonna be a little bit wholesome here too I feel like one thing that my mom did teach me that like I just take with me every day Mm. my mom is somebody that will do anything for anyone even if it means like breaking her own back to do it yeah which is obviously both a blessing and a curse depending on how you're looking at it and like like you said, I'm a Scorpio. And so like, I'm naturally a selfish person and I'll be honest about that. I'm also an only child, which like, I'm sure feeds into all that too. But like, I'll admit it. Like, like I'll admit that I'm naturally a selfish person, but it's like, that's a big thing to admit. What? That's a big thing to admit. Oh, look at who needs therapy. Just start a podcast. I mean, we all do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think like, so like, there are things that like, 
if somebody asks me to do something or like, if I don't know if I want to do something, like I just like sit and I'll ask myself, I'm like, okay, what would my mom do? Would my mom do this? Or would my mom even be like, no, this is too much. Yeah. So I do have those moments where I'm like, okay, what would Cynthia do? And that's that. You broke, you broke up a lot just then. Um, so I do have those moments where I'm like, what would Cynthia do? Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, my mom's taught me a lot, a lot over the years. Um, but I guess like the thing that she's taught me the most is like to take value in just about everything that you have in your life, whether that be like, to use her example, a blanket because my mother loves blankets or be like a person that you have in your life, you know, take value, put value and then take care of it. Don't just buy it and neglect it or don't just have it and neglect it. Right. Take care and constantly you know, know that this is, this is something that should last forever. My mom has this mentality, um, which I think, you know, our mother's generation has more of a mentality of when you purchase something, it should be for life and you should try to keep it as long as possible. Um, you know, my mom didn't grow up very wealthy, neither did my father and they struggled a lot when they were first married. And especially when they first moved to New Jersey and, you know, my mom, we were talking about the it's funny we say this, we were talking about the couches in the living room, family room, living room, living room, living room. They're 36 years old. My parents have couches 36 years old. Wow. And they're, in, they're not the most comfortable couches in the world, but you would never know. They, they look brand new. Now they're old and they look like they're from the eighties, of course, <laughs> but they look new, all things considered. My parents have their TV downstairs in our family room is from when we first moved here we just got rid of our washer dryer that was 19 years old like my parents know the value of something and you know especially relationships like my mom has her best friend since she her one best friend since she was 14 years old and her other best friend she met when I was little they met on the first day of our kindergarten class you know they're they're very close with certain people and they hold those relationships and those things very dear and I try to bring that into my life every day where it's, you know, I try to hold on to something. I try to see the value in everything, but I also try to sustain, like sustain that value and make it a point to keep keeping it, maintaining it and growing it in some way. And that's the best thing my mom has ever taught me. I'd say also how to manipulate if I need to. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Love it. Well-rounded, balanced. I'm here for it. It's healthy and unhealthy, just like the Gilmore Girls. Correct. And I think that, you know, this is a good time to wrap this conversation up. I think this is a nice way to end it with a little, you know. We love our moms. We love our moms. So, Cynthia. We're mommy. We are we definitely mom girl. mommy's girls. Oh, yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. All right, friends. It's time to wrap up. And thank you again to everyone who, you know, stuck it out until the end. You know, you guys are rock stars. You're the best. We love you. And we want to hear who your favorite character is on Gilmore Girls. Which of the three Gilmore Girls do you love the most? 
Um, tell us about your, your moms, your dads, your aunts, your uncles, your grandparents, whoever raised you. We want to hear about them. And what your um, relationship's like. Is it an Emily and Rory yeah. situation? Is it a Rory and Lorelai situation? Or is it a Richard and Rory situation? You know, we want to hear. Who, we want to know it all. We want to know it all. And also, you know, we're, we want to hear from you in general. So if there's anything you ever want us to talk about, like DM us on Instagram at 30flirtywtf. We would love to, you know, talk about what you guys want to hear. So let us know. Tell the people. Tell us. We want to hear all about it. We're the people. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, we're the people. All right, bitches. Thank you. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.